a tough decision, but I think it was the right one. Let me explain my thinking. You don't have to. After finally being able to personally review the documents that Simon and Schuster, th that's a hard word to say, I'm a little bit drunk, disclosed. It was clear to me that they wrongfully terminated my contract in bad faith. Based on the documents, I think they signed my book knowing they'd never publish it, and then tried to make me walk away with excessive editing. You've all seen the manuscripts. Yeah, you suck at writing. Also, the Terminus Podcast, who are they? Hi, hello. You fucking suck. Hi, Milo. And the man's. Fuck you guys. Jeremy and Trevor. God, the beautiful man. In the end, they just nuked it and took their chances. Having earned well over a million dollars from publishing my New York Times best-selling book, Dangerous, myself, it was always going to be hard to prove damages. They said hard. As anyone who has ever hired a quote-unquote damages expert will know, I don't want to spend all that money I made for my book in the next two years of my life on a lawsuit. So did you spend it on cocaine instead, you piece of shit? That is between me and my dealer. I would rather use it to help other authors reach the conservative audience that Simon & Schuster hates so much, also cocaine, but is happy to profit from naturally. Simon & Schuster will tell you they paid nothing in this lawsuit. Yeah, they didn't. That's a lie. Okay. Not only... Okay, fine. Let me prove it. Fucking do it, then. Jesus Christ. Fine, I'm doing it. Calm down. God. Not only did I keep the advance they retroactively claimed I owed back, but they have spent enormous funds on lawyers because they refused to admit they had done wrong. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't publish my book. Your book is garbage. My book is the greatest thing ever written. God. The damage to their re reputation among conservatives has been incalculable. Yeah, you know, so fucking all these conservatives are out here being like, oh, fucking Simon and Schuster, they're mean people to the person we don't even like. They're a bunch of cucks and so are you. Simon and Schuster will- At least I get off to something. Me a cuck. Simon and Schuster will be forever remembered as the publisher most implicable. Implicably. <laughs> I could I could spell words, but Simon I can't say. Simon and Schuster will be forever remembered as the publisher most implacably. Simon and Schuster will forever be remembered as the publisher most implacably hostile to popular conservative authors, even New York Times best-selling ones. I lied, it was implacably. Ha, I made you say a word wrong, you piece of shit. Oh, I love it when you dominate me like that, Daddy. Worse, Simon & Schuster is the publisher who proved we don't need them. 
Independently publishing my book was the most profitable thing I've ever done. And now I have my own imprint. Dangerous Books. Which will publish all my future titles. And the titles of many other conservative authors, too. You know, you could have just published on Amazon and got me like 25 cents off every, like, thing you sold. Like, it was really great. Like, you didn't have to, like, pay any money for it. You just on Amazon. I know the internet. I don't think you do. I know the internet. I am the internet. No. God. Look at my stupid-looking glasses. I bought these off the internet. Your slash B slash. Conservative and libertarian authors no longer need a liberal publishing 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 house to succeed. That's great news for everybody. You know what's great news? Hearing that you're fucking selling Infowars supplements, you piece of shit. I said they have such good chili. You're a piece of shit. You're sexy. It's not a joke. I love that suit because it gives him room for his nipples, which I think is one of those things that really Bruce Wayne, I don't feel, has ever taken into consideration before. Are are you talking about the one that Val Kilmer wore? Yes, I am. You wanted wanted to... Can you imagine the nipple chafing? Just to be clear, you're you're talking about the, the Val Kilmer nipple. Yes. Why? So basically, it gives him nipple room. There's no, there's no nipple chafing. But just imagine, like, think about it. You're Those imagining nipple, he's got nipples, like sausage the nipples nips. are placed perfectly. I, I like to think his nipples fit perfectly within the crevice of the nipples in the suit. What you're saying is that Val Kilmer has sausage nips. Yes, and yeah, and he needs room to to not chafe. Yeah, there's there's like sex toys within the the gay community that like you put on your nipple you pump it up it gets your nipples all luscious you know and and it's almost like a breast pump for men and i don't know if you've ever seen it. i need to show you the breast pump and I, the results because they're they're absolutely beautiful i 
Okay. But can I tell you the thing that just came to mind, though? Oh, sure. Go ahead. I don't because care. Because I like to imagine that, once again, Bruce Wayne like actually fit this, this chess piece over his chest and said, this is where the nipples are, and marked them so that he could actually mold the nipple where they are. Now, just imagine if Bruce Wayne had, like, nipples that were, like, kind of weird, like one's normal, then like one's <laughs> maybe two inches up, and so like the nipples are misaligned, so, <laughs> or, or even so better. You're, even, you're imagining a world in which Bruce Wayne does not have a perfect chest yes. with perfect nipples. Or even better if he had a third you're, nipple. You're, you're imagining a world in which Bruce Wayne is like the rest of us. Yeah. And he has They're not weird, perfect nipples. He's weird, weird misshapen nipples. nipples. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Or maybe like the third nipple, like on his side, and so like you've got one nipple in the right place, so you just have this random nipple over on the side of a suit. <laughs> what I'm saying is this: this right this is here such... is the best suit ever because of the nipple placement. Because of the, the the fact that he's got the nipple room. But more than anything, I want to see the bat suit for weird nippled Bruce Wayne. I I hate everything about this. I'm gonna write DC and see if I could get the weird nipple Bruce Wayne. Well, you're not gonna be able to get it in any of the movies. I need that in one of the movies. Because Ben Affleck doesn't have nipples. Just give us another Suicide Squad so nobody will ever hey, watch it. Hey, And give me weird hey, nipple Batman. Fucking don't invoke Suicide Squad. That I'm, was I'm a, invoking it. The worst movie. Yeah, it was. So bring it on. Give me give me Suicide Squad two, with weird nipple Batman. Hate this. And we're we're gravy. You say gravy, and what I'm really thinking you mean is cum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I hate this. Oh, I love it. I love it, though. Oh, also, I'm Jeremy. Hi. How are you? So, that's that's Trevor. He's indignant. I am very indignant right now. I'm, I This is the best this. intro we've ever done. This is the worst. I. You know what? Actually, you know what? I will say this is probably the best. Yeah. So congratulations, you've you fucking you've raised the bar with your fucking bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what the planning was though? Like you've got the bat suit, and it's just like somebody fucking designed the that yeah, bat Bruce suit. Bruce Wayne. No, I'm talking about the the people who yes, made Bruce the suit. Yes, Bruce Wayne, because this is a documentary. Oh. The fucking weird documentary. Yeah. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Ice Guy. I really <laughs> I really want to watch the Wait, documentary behind on. Bruce Didn't Wayne's nipples. Didn't they use nipples. that pun in the movie? I don't know. Mr. I don't Ice remember. Guy? I don't know. I've got on my Dr. phone. Freeze? We can pull it up. I mean, we can find out. I cannot imagine in any conceivable universe where that movie did not have the pun, no more Mr. Ice Guy. <laughs> You know, I, I just, I do want to say, though, because, like, if Batman shows up. Here in this house. It just anywhere. In this room right now. You know you fucked up. With this right? well-lit room. And, uh, right, and with this well-lit room. But it, just anywhere. If Batman shows up, you know you fucked up, right? Now, imagine seeing Batman, right? And all of a sudden, it's just, like, him and his scowling face. 
Now, which what 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 are you going to pay the most attention to? The fact that he's angry, the all black outfit, or the perfectly placed nipples? Like, let's be real about this because I'm going to look directly into his into his titties, and I'm going to say those are terrifying. You want to know where I'm going to look? Go Is ahead. it his dick? Yes, it's his dick. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually his butthole. See, he, he didn't mold the, the suit thing. to show his butthole. He no, wears a cape, fuck you, you stupid motherfucker. First of all, fuck you. He wears a if... cape, it hides. <laughs> Are you going to take his cape off? Yes. How? Uh, sexily. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I would pay to see this. Fucking right now. We can't. We he have doesn't to commit exist. Crimes. We have to yeah, commit crimes, true. and then we have to get Batman over here. If only we didn't live so far away from Gotham City, which we is totally a real place. We need to get somebody to just dress up as Batman for us. And real, I have a real question for you. Where are we in relation to any of the DC superhero like cities? Are we near Central City, or is that in California? I think that would be California. What the fuck then? Yeah, where where are we? Is this like the we're in the Midwest? Like, yeah, but what? Okay, is it just like Ma and Pa fucking yes. <laughs> Kent's farm? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because like, there's Gotham they got, City. They got cities over yeah. here. Yeah, on the east and west coasts. Right, and then in the middle they've got it's just farms. Just goddamn everywhere. Ma Pa Kent's farm. Yeah, that's in that's, Kansas, Smallville, yes. DC DC Comics universes. There are five coastal places. cities. There are five places. Countries. Not countries, but just country. It's just beep. Yeah. Where well, do no we live? No one really speaks country. proper English. It's like, hey, y'all. Y'all look like you're up to some not-so-good things over here. And they often say things That's, like... That is like, exactly how I imagine actual Superman to speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need you to follow me on this. This is... We, you, you fucking, we've done, we, we've started this. We're yep, gonna we're, fucking we're, finish we're, it. We're going down. Yep. Superman was was born on Krypton. Yes. Traveled millions of light years to Kansas. Yes. You mean to fucking tell me that he doesn't have a Kansas ass accent by the time he gets to Metropolis? No, absolutely. He one hundred percent sounds like this. So I do want to mention one thing because I feel like we're bringing it all around. We're, we're, we're to, to what this podcast is all about. Also, the bat, or the Superman with the red underwear is the only Superman. I knew a Mexican man, pure Mexican, who talk like this. Yeah. Okay. So this this is this is bringing up this, some this some, what I'm some implications. If you, and I, I need, if we, you, we're gonna bring it all thing. back. We're, you we're grow up it. in a place. Yeah. You grow up in a place. You're gonna adopt the fucking accent. I did not have an Oklahoma accent before I fucking moved here, and for yeah. 13 years of my life lived here. Now I have an Oklahoma fucking accent. All right. So, are you going to deport Superman? I believe that was part of one of the comic like story arcs recently. Was there? I don't know because I hate Superman. I really don't know. I, I don't pay attention to Superman. Ironically, I think Max Landis wrote that particular storyline. He's a shithead. Anyway. That sounds awful. This is the Terminus Podcast. We are going to piss off all the nerds. I don't care. See, here's the thing, right? We piss off nerds, and what are we really losing? We're losing access to basically the most annoying people on the planet. No, that's incels. 
Yeah, that's a subset of nerds. Yeah, they're wizards. <laughs> are they wizards for the same reason that Jedi are wizards? No, they're wizards. Jedi don't have sex and they can do mind powers. No, stuff. it's it's a different kind. It's mostly because of the fact that, like, this well, I can't worst. get a girl. And then all of a sudden it's like, I watch a lot of Rick and Morty and now I'm really smart. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so they figure out time travel. Wizards. You know, I've always suspected of being an incel. Is it me? No, I know for a fact it's not you. I'm a virgin. Morrissey. Oh, no, absolutely. No, absolutely. <laughs> like He's just sad all the time. Nobody wants to put up with that bullshit. No, nah, he's sad and racist yeah. all the time, which he's fits sad. exactly the he's fucking... He's racist. He's, he's unbearably British. I, I have been listening to the Smiths for a little bit. I mean, I obviously have listened to the Smiths before, but like in the last couple weeks. Yeah. And I regret it. I don't. I love the Smiths. I love the Smiths too. Johnny Marr is a great guitarist. However, all of Morrissey's lyrics are whining. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fine. of them. Uh, his new album is really good. Just all whining, though. It's fine. Just all whining. I'm all down for crying. With no, Morrissey. that's that's fine. I mean, if you want to cry in your music, go for it. But like, goddamn. No, I will cry with Morsey. I will hang out with Morsey. I will do it just for the shits and giggles of it because I'm going to do everything in my power just to piss him off. Like I'm going to show up smelling like a hamburger. Number How one. How fucking dare you? Yeah. You're gonna going get to the entire up. show closed down. Yeah. You. Yeah. You are hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> I know that smell. I'm going to force my hugs upon him. My big old greasy hamburger Meat hugs. This is murder. Yeah. That's a good song, by the way. It is. It's a good album. Meat is murder is a great album, too. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terminus Podcast. Hi, guys. So. During our absence and well before that, there is some shit that happened in the world again. Oh, man. Yeah. Another school shooting. I was super not looking forward to having this discussion. I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. last week we just said, fuck it, we're not talking about this. Yeah, last week we basically decided to go, you know what, I we, we're going to fuck off. Yeah. And it's, and this week we, we can't really fuck off anymore because this is kind of our non-job. Yeah. Where, like, we don't do this for money, kind no. of, but we also kind of do. Yeah. So. We make we nickels make ten and dollars. Yeah. <laughs> we get $10 a month for this. It's okay. Um, But, no, this is going to be weird because I, I'm sure you and I both, we have opinions on shit. Yeah. And, I mean, that's why we have the podcast. I mean, we have opinions on shit. Yeah, and... Over the last couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of people just kind of have opinions, and they're all all of them are garbage. All of the opinions are bad. Yeah, just like you know the the pro gun people, garbage opinions. The anti gun people, just garbage shithole opinions. Yeah, and in the middle of all of this are a bunch of kids who whose politics I don't necessarily agree with in terms of like gun ownership things like that, but right who I definitely believe, you know, they're the ones that are fighting for their own future. They're not, they don't give a shit about 
the opinion of a 26 year old fucking nobody basically well you have to also keep in mind number one like these opinions are coming from people who were in the middle of this shit exactly well that's yeah it's not just like some kid out of some school that's just seen on the news the kids the kids who are fighting went to this fucking high school they they were traumatized by this and instead of sitting down and shutting up and letting all the quote-unquote adults in the room discuss the big issues i'm heavily air quoting fucking every part of the sentence um, you know, they decided to say, hey, uh, how about fuck this? Stop letting people kill us. And, yeah. you know, they're probably going to hear the phrase, it's not so simple a lot. Oh, and they already have from Sam Rubio. Mark, Mark Rubio. Mark Rubio. Mark Whatever Rubio. the fuck. It's shit stain. Yeah, shit stain. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Fuck him. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, there's, they're always going to hear not so simple. And I mean, I mean, I have a form of that. Like I, I, I have my arguments against gun control and my arguments sort of against, uh, you know, what, you know, a version of what people are arguing about here is essentially, it isn't so simple, but you know what? That is not the point of this right now. And no, while I don't think we should like anybody has any real right or foreknowledge or sort of experience to make policy proposals at this point, including myself, you know, I can, I can simply say that I support what these kids are doing in terms of organizing themselves for an issue that they believe if they don't, they will be hurt. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to say to that? You know, Oh, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't act, don't demand that you, live in a society in which you're not going to like go to a place and get shot the fuck up by someone. Right. You know, a, a white, I should also mention like someone who is a white supremacist who went to the high school that you go to, who threatened that high school, who fucking threatened his ex-girlfriend who with violence, who killed animals. He was known for, who is known by the FBI and they completely dropped the ball on that one. So, you know, I, I do just want to mention all of that because, you know, God forbid we lose context here. Right. Um, you know, like, there are things that I, I believe that instead of focusing specifically on gun control, these kids could be fighting for. But they're also not necessarily radicals. A lot of their parents are fucking Republicans. Yeah. A lot of them fucking voted for Trump. And they're, they're pissed at him just as much as they're pissed at... The fucking there's a lot to this story, and, and we're gonna get into it. Oh, but so I'm, I'm gonna shut up now. Well, uh, uh, here's my thing. Like, I, I think you and I are gonna have completely different opinions on gun control uh, as it is. So I'm just gonna dump my shit out here, just get it out the fucking way. <clears throat> Whenever I I hear the discussion of gun control, um, the things that I I often hear aren't take your guns. You know, no, like it's limit it, where, things it, like magazines. Well, and... it, 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 that's not even what I. Uh, a lot of times, that's not even what I'm hearing discussed either. Like the main argument that I hear anymore is mostly make it more difficult for those who are mentally incapable of. Um, oh, that of, argument. Oh, uh, Jesus. Uh, well, uses uh, my onions. Continue. No, the 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 argument that any like there's anything to do with just mental illness quote-unquote by itself fucking hurts no 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 okay. keep in mind i'm not talking okay. about because i've got mental illnesses too like we're not i'm not talking about that oh, they need to what be i'm talking regulated. about what i am talking about 
whenever it comes to mental illness is an established history of violence. Mm-hmm. Violence. Um, cold-hearted, lack of empathy, violence. Okay. Um, that is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, oh, well, I'm, I'm sad all the time, or, oh, I'm, I'm bipolar, sure. and I'm medicated. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about, like, the actual sociopaths, psychopaths, things like that in this world that are not necessarily fully capable of managing themselves to a degree that they are able to, um, well, I mean, able to own a, a gun and not do things with said gun. And, and I I don't know, man, like, no, it's, I, there's, there's responsible gun ownership. If you cannot own a gun uh, responsibly, you should here's, not own said gun. Here's the thing, right? <clears throat> when 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 I say things aren't that simple, I'm not looking at it from the perspective of like I just don't want people to limit my ability to access a gun. Right. That's that's not what I mean at all. When I say it's not that simple, I mean there are a variety of demographic factors and messy results when we talk about things like mental illness in general yeah. where you know it's like what counts as violence does self-harm count as violence that, again that's not what i'm talking about. i i know that's not what you're talking about but you right. kind of see what i'm saying here. no i i do and like the idea like the idea oh we should only like go for the sociopaths well, okay well a lot of sociopaths are also really good mimics and they can yeah. mimic having empathy, and they can mimic having sort of normal human responses to things. But again, but again, what I'm saying is, we're talking about people who have an established history. That's fair. That I'm, I'm not saying that. Okay, well, this person later turns out to have, you know, sociopathic tendencies. Not every sociopath in the world is a violent individual. That's that's just not the case. A person who has an established history of violence. That is probably a person who is not going to make a responsible gun owner. And that's what I'm trying to say. So in order to control these things, obviously, whatever the fuck is What was his name? Something Cruz? I can't remember. Nicholas Cruz. Nicholas Cruz. Obviously, Nicholas Cruz was not able to be a responsible gun owner. That is that is very obvious from the established history that he's had, from, from the, the fact that he's had... Um, uh, 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 I mean, criminal charges pressed against him sure. for acts of violence. This has been an established history of violence, and but yet he had five guns. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing. It's there are already regulations on the books that aren't enforced. What people are calling for now is is more, and honestly, like. There's, there's a, like I said, there's a lot in this story that illustrates both the need for and the total lack of faith in my, like, I have no faith in the government's ability to enforce any of the stuff that anyone is proposing. No, I don't either. Because let's, let's look at the fucking facts here. Um, the FBI knew about this kid, didn't do shit, yeah. didn't forward it to the Miami field office. Right. The local police or actually the local sheriff's department, had a school resource officer and two other officers... Just standing outside. ...at the school. And that is established by the Supreme Court as being perfectly fucking fine. Yes. Where a lo- an officer of the law does not have to risk their life... Right. F- ...to save anyone in danger. That is not part of their job description. You know, serve and protect, that's all <laughs> it's bullshit. All a, it's all a joke. And, and so... 
what they're basically saying is, hey, give these people who basically failed us at every opportunity, all of these adults, the power to basically make us even less able to deal with situations like this. You know, like what what we're not really thinking of right now is the fact that these the people who are calling for this stuff are calling for it under the Trump administration. And you know fucking damn well they're not going to take guns from the people who committed these acts. No, absolutely not. You know, the fucking Adam Waffen division. Right. They're not going to take them from the fucking Dylan Roofs and Nicholas Cruz's of the world. They're going to take them from the fucking, um, you know, the, the community self-defense clubs around the country, the fucking John Brown gun clubs, the right. Redneck Revolts. Right. Or, or the groups with color. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Absolutely. They are going to take away from gangs, quote unquote. Yeah. And that is ultimately what gun control has meant in this country, and that is what it's going to continue to mean under any possible conception of gun control whatsoever. No. So what what do we need? This is where the argument gets messy. Well, what we need right now, what we need right now, I'm not interested in the legislature right now. I'm not interested in any of that. What I am interested in immediately is allowing these kids who watch their teachers and friends get shot heartlessly. Yeah. Allowing these kids to be able to have their platform, have their time, have their voices heard, and not be shit on by the media. Like, right now, we are in a situation where, once again, and I I knew it would happen. I was just waiting for it to happen. I was waiting for someone to try to fucking call this a fucking uh, false flag. Oh, God. It goddamn happened. It happened. Um, You know, you you had, like, students having to pull out fucking yearbooks just to prove the fucking students were actual students of this fucking school. It it, it was absolute fucking garbage. Anything to discredit the kids who watched their teachers and friends get shot... Like, did you see the videos that were coming out, by the oh, way? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I did. The Snapchat videos, like, people shitting on them for taking these videos. They were literally told to stop calling 911. Yeah. They were told to stop calling 911. They were sitting here in a position where they're helpless. So the only thing that they could do was record. Prove that they were okay. Show what was happening. Make sure nobody could cover this shit up. Yeah. Make sure that the world knew that this was actually fucking happening one of those videos by the way one of those videos that came out was of some of the students or one of the students snapchatting this uh, video while the fucking paramedics and police are leading them out and you just see his dead teacher laying on the fucking ground in a pool of his own blood you had a fucking um a 15 year old taking uh, acting as pretty much a bullet sponge to protect his fucking students or, or protect his uh, his peers from the doorway. Like, these kids deserve that time. If anyone deserves that time, these kids fucking deserve that time. Oh, yeah, no. Fuck any fucking it, adult that exactly sits right. there and tries to tell them that they don't they don't deserve it. You're too young. Right. You're, you're too young to get in, involved in, in adult matters. But just a couple of months from now, you will be 18, where you will be considered a legal fucking adult. You will be held accountable for your own fucking actions as a goddamn adult. So... You know, there, there, there's, there's, there's no, there's no easy solutions. But at the same time, like there is no, there is no responsible means of treating these kids poorly. Like there's, no. or, or not poorly, but there's, there's no, 
there's no world in which it's fucking fine to to put these kids under this dumb conservative media scrutiny of like, oh, they're false flags. They're fucking not real. They're funded by the Soros family. Right. Because um, that's garbage. It's fucking it bullshit. It is. And, and it's easily disproven. It's easily disproven. I mean, just like it's, Sandy Hook and all the bullshit that came out of from that, just like... You, I mean, fuck. Let's even talk about 9-11 in these regards. I mean, there, yeah. there are things that people try to just brush under the fucking rug and say, oh, well, this is fake. These are crisis actors. This is... Uh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, these were human lives that were lost. In these cases, like, I, I, I even dare say, and this is going to be, you know, offensive sounding, but uh, fine, but a, a child's life, to me, is and this is coming from a person who's a, who's a father. Whenever this kind of thing happens, this is I, I see my daughter yeah. in these situations, and I feel like every parent yeah. in America has said sh- something to this effect this last week. Whenever it's a child, this isn't this isn't nine eleven. Nine eleven. I mean, you're you're adults, you know, and like in your mind, it's just like you you live this full life, but like with, with a child. It's just not the case. These were kids who had a future ahead of them. They, they, yeah. These were kids who were snuffed out while they were trying to fucking get a future for themselves. Yeah. I mean, even out of this, man. They, like, they weren't asked to be brought into no. this world, but they wanted to do as well as they fucking could in it. Yeah. And then and then we brought it back around whenever, like, the Tulsa school. Yeah. We're, we're here in Oklahoma. Tulsa fucking had uh, one of the they Tulsa to close schools. Down. Ninth, ninth grade school had to close down because some shithead with a fucking AR uh, or uh, uh, AR-15 or whatever took a fucking Instagram picture and said he was going to shoot up the fucking school. It was going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Like... Likely a white supremacist, by it, the way. Oh, no, it was a white supremacist. Yeah. That was, that was he was wearing an, an yeah. England first flag or some yeah. shit. So this is what I see. Like, these kids need that time. These kids need to be heard. Regardless if you disagree, yeah. agree, it doesn't fucking matter. The reality is these kids saw some shit. You're willing to sit down and listen to a fucking veteran. Who well, had, well, <laughs> well, quote unquote, quote unquote. I mean, but you're still going to fucking give them more credit for fucking seeing battle than you are giving a child. By the way, the soldier signed up for it. He knew what he was fucking getting into. But the child who went to school just to learn sees his sees his or her classmates shot down in cold fucking blood by some fucking lunatic who who broke up with his girlfriend. And and no, it's okay, little Susie. Get over it. Yeah. Fuck that shit. These kids have their emergency hearts turned on. They are organizing for themselves. They don't give a fuck about anyone else. They don't give a fuck about adults. In fact, there's one video that was like, "We don't have shit to lose. We don't. We're not going to lose money on this. We're not going to lose re-election. We're just right. we're here to fucking win, and we're not here for any one candidate." We basically are just here to say we we don't accept the terms of this life anymore. Right. You know, and, and I think that's like, again, we can argue about the particulars until we're all blue in the fucking face. But what it, what does it matter compared to what these kids are trying to fight for? Right. It, right now, that argument is completely pointless. I'm not interested in the debate. No, like, neither I'm am I. I'm just not. Like, I really am not. Right now, the only thing I care about is the healing of these children. The only thing that I care about right now is is the insurance that I can send my daughter to school and know that she's not coming back in a fucking body bag. 
It's the assurance that I'm not going to have to deal with a lifetime of seeing my daughter scared Shitless. of humanity because her friends, her teacher, her classmates, acquaintances were killed by someone who wasn't able to get their bearing on fucking life long enough to understand basic human empathy. Yeah. That's and my concern. It's, That's my fucking dog in the fight. Yeah. And it's it's going to be one of these things where, you know, the the generation gap is already hit, you know. The the millennials are the fucking I'm not going to say dads at this point or moms. We're we're the older brothers and sisters of these kids at yeah. this point. And we we need to support them. I mean, it's it's not a situation of well, you don't exactly align to my politics, so I'm going to treat you like shit. Like, the rest of the fucking internet is exactly basically that. Um, you know, this is just a situation of support these kids. Try to get them to, you know, as far as figuring out new ways of thinking and, you know, looking at the world. Like, try to convince them of what you're doing. But if they don't want to do what you want them to do, don't cry about it. Don't act like a little baby because this is not about you. Right. This is not about me. This is not about the Terminus podcast. This no. is not about our opinions about shit. This is about what these kids are trying to do. Yeah. And as far as it goes, I, I fucking, I swear to God, I'm listening to myself talk right now and I, I absolutely sound like a 55-year-old man. I'm 20 fucking six. I graduated high school eight years ago. And no, it, it's a completely different world now. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know about this particular school shooting, but it is a different fucking world at this point. I, I can tell you what it is. I can honestly tell you what it is. Because it was the same way with me. This is the first one where the kids stood the fuck up. This is the first one where the kids actually had the technology available to show the outside world what was going on in real fucking time. This wasn't just a story. That's This wasn't just word of mouth anymore. This was proven reality. And uh, I, and, and you know, kind of going on what you said, I've never seen a situation where a school shooting happened and, and I, I cried. I got genuinely emotional. And it, it, this was the first one. This was the first one. And it, it, and it sucks to say that. Yeah. Because, I mean, Sandy Hook, it, fuck, that one that was, was horrible. Arguably closer to home. Yeah. Um, but again, as far as the story was concerned it was word of mouth right it wasn't something that was exhibited this was those small children that came from that school did not stand in front of fucking crowds of people and share their tes testimony of what they experienced these no. did yeah and they did so in such an impassioned manner tears in their eyes you know and and that's what makes this different I want to see this generation rise. Yeah. I want to see this generation march forward because this world will belong to them. Oh, arguably, I, it already does. Like I, I was thinking about this on the, the ride over. Um, we changed podcast sort of subjects a little bit abruptly, but I was kind of thinking about this subject because I was pretty sure we were going to talk about it. Yeah. And like my my thoughts basically went to as an individual and as a millennial, I'm, I'm a ruined person. I'm a broken person. 
when yeah. it comes to political efficacy or when it comes to you know radical potential or when it comes to anything else like that um it, it's not to say that i can't or won't do anything that has any kind of meaning in the future or that has any propensity for change but it does mean that like if if there is such a thing as hitting your prime you know mine was six years ago seven eight years ago right it wasn't today it wasn't yesterday it wasn't tomorrow it's it's where it's not going to be tomorrow it's it's a simple fact that these kids the ones that are in high school right now that are about to go to college that are you know either signing their letters of acceptance to whatever university or college that they want to go to or who are choosing to take a more technical route or who are just deciding to get their ged whatever um these are the ones that are going to fucking own shit here in the next very small amount of years and our time has come and gone the millennials had 37 some odd years of existence basically and it's not that we didn't make anything of it i would say arguably we did um there's i'm about to get super nerdy here and get into kind of anime territory but i've been watching a lot of full metal alchemist recently and you're just looking at me. <laughs> just waiting to see where this one goes because no, it, it's it, you're, you're you're wearing that weeby. Uh, I I, su- I weeb on your sleeve. Listen, hard I, right now. on my Twitter, I have the saying "anarchist be thou for the people." It's a modified phrase from the show, um, which in the show it was just "alchemist be thou for the people." Basically, it was the the state alchemists' motto. Right, and it, you kind of get the idea of what it means. It's like yeah, be for everyone. Be for your friends, your family, your your people in your community, things like that. And there's also this idea of deconstruction and reconstruction. Right. I think millennials were incredibly successful at deconstructing a lot of the bullshit in society. Right. In fact, I think that's what we are most successful at is we've deconstructed the fucking the models of work that were centered specifically around service industry shit. Yeah. You know, we, we deconstructed as people who had power in the market, uh, this old fashioned model of, uh, you know, businesses, you know, having monopolies and, you know, sort of giant chains across the country. Like, you know, the, the local vor or the local vor fucking movement or the, you know, just sort of the local based movement was from millennials things like that we moved away from wanting to shop at walmart and shit you know we we deconstructed society i think pretty successfully right you know a lot of the ideas that people have about society now have have changed and have evolved in even just the last 10 years now we need to see who's going to reconstruct it now that's looking a lot more like it's going to be gen z Right. Um, you know, we, and I, I don't say we is in the Terminus podcast, but we is in society. No, we're we're meaningless made, in the fight, man. Like, made fun of this yeah. generation for eating Tide Pods. Right. Granted, it dumb fucking most, idea. It, it was mostly adults who did this shit, for the record. True. So true. I, I'll still make fun of the adults that did this. But I will also mention that previous generations have done shit like huffing paint, mm-hmm. fucking. Um, you know, eating all sorts of fucking industrial cleaners and shit to get high. No. So I don't want to hear that like 
this is a unique thing to this generation. Yeah, they, a mean, couple they, they were chasing a high. These kids were just trying to see if it would kill them or not. I mean, let's Fair. be real about this. But y- you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's the same kind of phenomenon where it's like people are doing stupid shit with, with household objects. That's always been a thing. Right. So to that end, you know, we were making fun of them for doing this. And now it turns out that these people might actually be the ones to fucking bring us back from the abyss. Yeah. And yeah, that's a scary thought, but at the same time, the only way to ensure that we're not going to fucking fall off the cliff is by being mentors to them See, that's and the by thing. helping them and supporting them and not being patronizing. I want to make a distinction here. Don't be patronizing to these people. And I'm going to say people instead of kids from here on out, because the ones that we're talking about specifically are about to graduate high school. Yeah. They're people. And there were people beforehand too. And kids in general are also people. And I can get very, like, just on a radical tear here if I don't stop. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> but fucking, we have to, we have to not go, mm, actually, about everything they do. Yeah. Every fucking little thing. If, if someone, I swear to God, if I see someone doing this after this episode comes out, I'm going to go fucking bananas on them. Yeah. Because... Um, actually does not help. No. It does not convince anyone of your point of view. It does not give them context to go, oh, I didn't realize that. Thank you for the information. I'm going to take that into context and put that into my framework of viewing the world. All it's going to do is go, all right, cool, bye. Yeah. And they're going to shut you off. So we cannot do that. We cannot be patronizing. We cannot be condescending. We have to be compassionate. We have to, as you mentioned, give them space to heal. And we have to give them space to say what they want or, you know, speak their minds, fight for what they believe in. And wherever the chips may fall on this, this is their world. So I just want to clarify something. I wasn't just, and I know you I know you. I know you were. It's not just giving them time to heal. It's not just letting them talk. It's not just those things. It's not... The, the, the words that they are saying are not hollow. No, they're not. The things that they are saying are impassioned. There is true meaning. There is true heart. There is true belief and integrity behind the things that they are saying. Beyond just giving them that time to heal, you have to give them validity. If you find an issue, debate them on the topic, guide them to the truth. This is how you do it. I'm not scared for the future. I'm not scared for that generation. I'm no. really not. The They're reality gonna be fine. is... We still got another 40 years to live, though. We do. We do. <laughs> but that's 40 years of a fucking fight. And I know I've got a child sleeping in the next room right now that I will continue this fucking fight for to the very fucking end. To the very last breath I fucking take, I will fight for that child to grow up in a better fucking world. And that is the reason I wanted to do this podcast was for her in hopes that I could light the spark for at least one person and allow that spark to carry into another fucking spark. Eventually we have a fucking flame. Eventually we have a fucking wildfire and baby birds. We are the wildfire. We are the wildfire and we could share that fucking spark with those individuals that own this world in the future. They own the deed. We have to share that with them. 
we have to give them the strength. We have to give them the knowledge that they need to make this world a better place, not for just themselves, but for them, for each other and for the generations that follow. Whenever I first considered the philosophy behind anarchism, I firmly believed in the idea that something that was corrupted, something that was horrible, must first crumble. It must burn in order for something better and stronger to be established in its place. And I think right now, 2018, this is that fire. This is where things start falling apart. And it had to. And we have to embrace that. But we have to shelter those children away from that. We have to protect them. We have to guide them. We have to teach them. We have to mentor them. We have to support them. We have to fucking love them. We have to give them strength. So that they can take on the responsibility of establishing something better, stronger, more powerful, and far more beautiful than anything that my fucking generation has ever seen. Baby birds, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, Sunday, this is the first long episode that we've done in a while. Yeah, and about it. even even this episode is not s- terribly long. No, I, I like these shorter episodes. They're just easier to record. They're most more concise. Oh well, well we'll see how the ending goes. Yeah, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, so. Baby birds, we have uh, our Facebook. What is the Facebook thing? Uh, it is. Go ahead and vamp for me real quick. And also Twitter and uh, SoundCloud is a piece of shit lately. We've got four episodes there. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Well, I won't worry about it. We have people uh, like listen over there though, so I'm worried about it. I understand. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Uh, there's there's our Patreon that basically Trevor has all these links. So Facebook.com forward slash Terminus Pod. We've and, got and Twitter, Twitter dot com slash Oh my god. Terminus underscore pod. Cool. We've got Patreon.com underscore or yeah, no, I'm sorry. Patreon.com forward slash terminus underscore media. And we should really just get a website at some point. I agree with this. Like, we should just fucking do a website, because I'm so tired of this. I agree. Um, but, basically, if if you can search for the Terminus podcast with Trevor and Jeremy anywhere, you can find our shit. That's true. And I would suggest starting to do that, because yeah. we're lazy. Um, of course, you can thank Kevin Moan uh, for the use of our theme song, Kevin Moan the Reptiles. Uh, the song is called Police State, off of the album Kevin Moan and the Reptiles. Which is just a self-titled album. Yeah. Just okay, cool. 2014. You can find it at Bandcamp. Go to Kevin Moan, the reptiles.bandcamp.com. And uh honestly, like, go give him some love because he hasn't gotten any royalties off of the last now that's what I call music volume. Yeah. Um, they, they fucked him. Surprisingly, there. his song is every song on the playlist, and yet yeah. he got 30 cents. Yeah. 
It's so terrible. and he's he's suing us. He is so, suing I mean, us. That's, that's kind of another that is aspect. that is another aspect. See, we were really banking on the Milo Yiannopoulos lawsuit to last far longer than it did. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, that was our bread and butter. That like, didn't happen. We work like fucking everything. We yeah, have this next plan, like six a months year's worth of fucking. It was going to become a Milo. It was going it, be it to be a transmedia phenomenon. We were going to be on YouTube podcasts, you know? fucking everything, just making fun of Milo Yiannopoulos, and here we are. Hanging out with Jake Paul and Logan Paul. We're going to be a part of Team 10. Oh, no. I got the haircut. I got the haircut. I started wearing, like, fucking Supreme hoodies and shit. (laughs) I spent $400 on a hoodie, Trevor, and now, like, Milo Yiannopoulos cancels everything. I am out $400. I'm $400 in debt over a goddamn hoodie. Well, you know what? You should sue Milo Yiannopoulos. I had to trade in my Yeezys for fake Yeezys. How are you feeling? You know what? Pretty good because those Yeezys are ugly as fuck. Okay, what are you complaining about? I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you're Logan just Paul you're just out of money. Fun of me. They're gonna make fun of me. Like, I don't like it. I want to be a part of the YouTube generation. Logan Paul was always going to make fun of you because he's a heartless piece of shit. Yes, but I would have been a millionaire doing it, so it's fine. We will never be millionaires doing this, but you know what? No. That's okay. Because it's about the heart and soul of the cards. Baby birds, please take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. In the end, we're all we need. We do love you so. Good night. This episode is dedicated to those lost in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shootings and the survivors who are standing strong and fighting to have their voices heard above the gunfire. The Terminus Podcast salutes you.